Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of the Sally Serves It Up podcast. I'm Sally Webster, and I'm here to help you on your journey towards better health, more energy, increased confidence, finding your natural weight, and creating a relationship with food and alcohol that you love so that you can get on with living your most thriving life. After years of dieting and not being happy with things, what I share with you through these podcasts and in my coaching is what finally helped me resolve my issues around my weight, my body, food, alcohol, my emotional experience of my life, and it's helped me live the most powerful life that I can. It's opened up my eyes to something I never knew was available. For the next two weeks, I am going to keep these podcasts really as short as possible because it's Easter. I know a lot of you are away. You're dealing with kids. The routine is not the same. And perhaps you don't have as much time for yourself as you normally do. I know that's the case for me. So let's get going. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how perfectionism is holding you back from finding your natural weight and feeling confident about food and trusting yourself. There are many ways that perfectionism kind of presents itself through food. It's the all or nothing attitude to dieting. It's diet mentality. It's believing you have to follow a diet or food plan to the letter in order to create results. It's believing that unless you're doing the diet perfectly, unless you're eating only quote unquote good foods and like abstaining from food groups or alcohol, you won't find results that you want. The problem is that when you go off plan, which you will, because it's impossible to sustain that level of willpower and white knuckling where you're ignoring your body and not treating it with love and kindness and you think that you've messed it all up, you then beat yourself up and you give yourself a hard time. Like the language that you use, think about the sentences going through your brain and the things that you say to yourself. It's not what you would say to anyone. You think this is never going to work, and then you eat more of the so-called bad food to further dig this kind of hole you're in and create more evidence of how everything is wrong. And when you do that, you'll just find yourself in this cycle where you're constantly starting and stopping diets, constantly looking for resolution and a fix to how you'll feel in yourself, fix the results you're experiencing, And you won't be consistent with healthy eating and following through on what you want to be doing and what feels good to you. And you will wait until you feel bad enough to then feel motivated to start the whole process again. And the cycle literally continues on and on because unless you stop the issue, which is how you perceive mistakes, how you are trying to be perfect, then you will not be able to stop the cycle. There are a couple of things I read about perfectionism from Brené Brown that I find helpful. She says, many people think perfectionism as striving to be your best, but it is not about self-improvement. It's about earning approval and acceptance. And that's a really important distinction, a really important thing to observe. When we're in this quest to be perfect, 
Who's it really for? It's often for outward approval and validation, but it, but it can also be about doing something as a way to approve and accept yourself because you've been in one way or another, like rejecting yourself. And one of the biggest changes you can begin to make is in believing that you are worthy and complete just as you are. You don't need an external thing to earn acceptance and value. You don't need a number on the scales to earn acceptance and value. Of course, you can set goals. That is integral to living a life where you evolve and grow and build your strength and power. But don't tie achieving them with your worth, like we spoke about last week. And don't expect the journey of achieving them to be perfect and to be a reflection of how perfect you are, how worthy you are, so that other people tell you, well done, you're great. The journey will never be perfect. And you can either believe that whatever the journey looks like is perfect for you. I like that one. Or you can believe that there's no such thing as perfect. Like if perfect for some people and for some of my clients can be like a bit of a trigger word. And so it's just best to almost think there's no such thing as perfect. There's nothing that you're chasing. But for some people like me, I like to think that my journey, whatever it looks like, is perfect for me because I see and know that everything that happens on that journey is all part of my transformation, that I can learn from everything. They both lead you to the same thing, which is out of judgment and into this more accepting and loving compassion for yourself and your unique experience of things. Understand that you are creating a unique experience on this planet. There is no perfect formula. There is no right way, only the way that's right for you. And the sooner you can move out of using perfectionism as a source of external validation, the quicker you will get to the results you want with your eating and your body because you'll no longer be constantly stopping and waiting until you have enough willpower and motivation to start again. You'll stop that as being your pattern. Brené also says, perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be our best. Perfectionism is not about healthy achievement and growth. It's a shield. And that's such an important thing to recognize that so often we're just, we think that we are trying to grow and achieve and be our best through this perfect way that we perceive to be the perfect way. But really in coaching and how you could start self-coaching through this is to start understanding in through your behaviors, what you're shielding yourself from. Are you running from judgment? Are you scared of not being approved of, not feeling good enough? And who is deciding all of this? Letting go of perfectionism is what will create healthy achievement and growth. And it's hard to get yourself out of the practice of attaching perfectionism to what you do. Don't get me wrong. It takes work. It takes a lot of work, especially for women. It will feel uncomfortable because weirdly and sadly, it's easier to beat ourselves up and look outward rather than to do the harder work of looking inward to our inherent value, to believing in that value. But it's how you will grow and evolve. 
It's how you will create alignment and feel grounded with how you think and what you feel and how you react to those feelings. When you attach perfectionism to your actions, you'll be exhausted as you'll try to control so many external circumstances that just aren't there to be controlled. So not only will you sacrifice your health and sleep and enjoyment of your life because of the standards to which you're trying to do something and you're chasing it, but you are trying to control circumstances that just aren't available to be controlled. Like what someone else thinks of how of how you um, behave, what someone else says or how they respond to you. You cannot control that. And you can try your hardest to, and I and I definitely know what it feels like to try to do something and to change something and to try and achieve something in order to get a response from someone else. But it's a very unrewarding feat when you can feel the value that you desire, this, this validation that you want, you can feel that by believing in yourself and all that you have to offer. And when you get the validation, the external validation, sure, it feels good. Let's not pretend it doesn't. But it does not feel as good as believing in your inherent value and that nothing outside of you validates you as a human. When you have this tight grip in areas of your life, there will always be a release point. You simply cannot keep going like that, like whether it's work or diet or exercise or parenting, and your body will keep score and reveal its like unhappiness and discontent and upset through another area that perhaps you don't have as tight a grip on. This will be your pattern. This will be your behavior. And it's often food And then what's annoying with food is that we then often try to control that. And because we have to eat every day, it just becomes this kind of relentless cycle where we lose sight of the person that we want to be with food. We lose sight of how we want to take care of ourselves, how to be consistent. So I really encourage you to think about maybe in the next two weeks, if you do have an Easter break, start leaning into who you are believing that you're whole and complete, that nothing outside of you makes you any better or more worthy. And focus on building habits, like with your food, with how you eat, how you move, how you drink, how you hydrate, how you take care of yourself, that serve you and increase the quality of your life. When it comes to health and weight and fat loss, you've got to take the long view. You've got to see things not as what I think is so traditionally sold to us, which is like this linear downward graph of your weight and your 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 graph is going down towards your goal weight. But I prefer to see all of this as a bumpy, slowly upward graph towards implementing and achieving these healthy habits, like stacking these habits one on the other. It's going to go up. and you are going, the the top point is you having achieved these habits as being automatic behavior. And it's a climb, but you will feel higher, better, and more accomplished when you get there. And it's how weight loss is sustainable and you will keep it off. And it's how you will feel this 
way around food and alcohol that is so much more empowering and so much more freeing because you aren't attaching your worth, you aren't attaching perfectionism to it. It's just who you are and it's just how you do things. And it's coming from a loving, kind place where you just want to take care of yourself in the best way possible because that's what you want for yourself. And also remember, you don't have to do all the things. This is really important just to kind of keep reminding yourself of if you're trying to do all the things, it will mean you are destined to fail. I'm sorry to say, just focus on one or two things maximum at any given time to implement and start doing the work of implementing them. Do not get ahead of yourself. Spend as much time as it takes to implement these things until they feel ingrained and automatic and habitual. And don't judge how long that takes. Use pen and paper. Write down your plan for these new habits. Keep planning them in. Think about stacking them onto other habits and get really clear on the behavior that you want to do, aka the new habit, and the behavior that you don't want to do anymore and how you can kind of start really intentionally moving things around, juggling what you do, stopping the old habit and bringing in this new one so that it can become automatic. So stacking it onto other habits and really thinking about where is the time in your day where you're making yourself accountable to doing this? There's no, I mean, it's all very well saying you want to do something and making a plan on a Sunday um, with some sort of, you know, a lot of goodwill. But if you don't focus daily and if you don't bring your attention to it daily and very intentionally and very deliberately, you're kind of wasting your time. You'll have some awareness that it's what you want to do and then you won't do it and then you'll give yourself a hard time. So just avoid all that and just start committing to really like teaching yourself this. This is a new thing that you have to learn. This is a process. This is not um, a desire that is just going to like fall into the ether, like lots of other things that we want for ourselves. With food and how you eat and what you fuel and nourish yourself with, try to just be as consistent as possible. They often say consistency over perfection. And that means that there's going to be mistakes. Don't hold yourself to impossible standards and just like take the pressure off. The more relaxed you feel, the less you'll try to be perfect. And the more you'll be able to actually have this dialogue dialogue with yourself where you're connecting with how your body feels, what you, you know, how you want to take care of it, what's going on. If you've got all this other shit going on in the background, it's very hard to connect and very hard to kind of sort of see the wood for the trees. If you eat something that you didn't expect to eat or whatever the road bump is, I just advise to go to bed and get back in the saddle the next day. Do not dwell, indulge, or say you don't know what to do. You can learn from what was going on. You can try to come up with a new solution for when those same set of circumstances happen again. And you can try to, and then you can test to see if that solution works. And you just keep doing that process until you find what works for you. Tell the voice in your head that's giving you a hard time or saying you can't do this, that you can do it. And that you don't believe that voice anymore, that you don't talk to yourself like that anymore. That's something I often have to say to myself, not so much anymore, but sometimes I have to say, no, we don't talk to ourselves like that anymore. We just don't do that, Sally. 
And yeah, you've got to have a conversation like that with yourself. You've got to tell yourself that change is possible. And when you say you don't know, maybe offer yourself that maybe you do know what to do next. Or maybe you don't know, but you're willing to try. Something like that. Something that takes off the pressure, takes off the expectation that the solution has to be perfect, and that this whole thing is a huge (laughs) experiment that you're willing to just keep trying in order to live this life that you want. What I've talked about today is such a common kind of cycle and loop to be in. Perfectionism is the thief of greatness. A client said that to me the other day, and she was just bang on. You can eat and drink in a way that is from your power, and that's part of you acting towards your greatness, from your greatness, and towards your inner alignment and how grounded and secure and confident you feel in your life. And it will not be through a juice detox or a cleanse. It won't be through a week of being really good, only to find that you will rebel and act extra bad. It will be through understanding that changing how you eat, changing habits from unhealthy and unhelpful ones to ones that serve you and feel good takes time and it won't be linear and it will have mistakes and road bumps and learnings and that the process, whatever it looks like, is essential for you in creating the lasting change that you want, especially if you can do it through this lens, which I teach you in coaching. Like if you're willing to dive deeper into your patterns, as I show you how to do and put your focus into helpful things rather than just sitting there in overwhelm, judging yourself and feeling like crap. It's just, it's, it's possible not to do that. And achieving your habits and creating these new automatic behaviors is not so that you can finally be validated and approved of. It's so that you are moving towards your greatness towards feeling your best from within. It's an inward thing with outward, with weight, it's an outward reflection of how you feel on the inside. And success will come from you aligning with that and acting from that, from this identity where you aren't on this constant quest for validation and approval and using perfectionism as a as something against yourself. You're acting in line with your innate, innate greatness and power that we all have within us. We all have so much more power than we think that we do. And even when it feels hard, even just offering yourself that you have some more power in your tank, you have more wisdom within you, you are your best guide. These are the conversations that you can start having with yourself. So this has been your fairly bite-sized pod for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it creates some food for thought, some reassurance in your path, and some more belief in your inherent worth, and seeing that the solution is not the diet, but creating habits that serve the quality of your desired experience on this earth. I truly believe that's what it's all down to. Understand what experience you want, define it, be the creator of it, and use the tools that I share with you to just get going and see what happens. Have a beautiful Easter weekend, my friends. Enjoy yourselves. 
And my little PS is if you're with the kids or you're doing something not in your normal routine, I suggest taking 10 minutes every morning just to focus, like lock yourself in the loo. That's what I'm going to do and set your intentions. Do a bit of journaling, come back into your body with some deep breaths, breathe into your power and watch how that positively impacts your day and how you show up for yourself and for others. Think about your future self. Think about how you want to feel on Tuesday or whatever, you know, back to normality day is and start acting from from there using your future self as your best guide. She will be so grateful when you show up for her every single day so that you can reach her and meet her with kind of like open arms and happiness about what you did and how you showed up. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you soon. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love. Bye.